Hello, love. Thank you for coming to listen to another episode of Washing Dishes. Um, This is episode two of season two, and today I have a super special guest. Her name is Crystal Courier. She is one of my very good friends. Uh, She is my mentor, my biz partner in our Elevated Collective, which I will speak about at the end of this episode, so stick around for that announcement. And also, She's just like the most vibrant high on life person that I've met. And so I wanted to have her on here, especially because it's that time of year where we all need a little bit of inspiration. And she is just that person for me and for so many of us. So I hope that you enjoy our episode together. Um, Get your paper and pen out or just listen while you're shopping in TJ Maxx or Trader Joe's or wherever you are right now. Um, I'm so excited to welcome Crystal Courier. You can tell me about yourself. Like, what do you do? What are your passions? Where are you from? Yeah, totally. Um, I'm Crystal. (laughs) I'm a virtual wellness coach, and I empower women to stand in their power and go for all their goals in their dreams that they desire. And I help them build the confidence to do that and to create the healthy, positive habits to do that. I'm a cat mom. For those listening to the podcast, you can't see us, but my cat is in my lap. (laughs) Um, I live in California, but I grew up in Maine with Leah. We didn't actually grow up together, but we know each other from people in Maine, and that's how we crossed paths. So, yeah. So awesome. Hi, kitty cat. (laughs) Say hi. (laughs) Um, so what got you into like the coaching stuff? Like what was your initial passion in, um, like coaching and everything? Yeah. I mean, so I, my background is in health and wellness. So like that side of coaching, like helping people take care of themselves so that they can feel their best every single day. And in turn, when you feel your best, you're able to live every single day of your life more fully, right? Because you're energized and you feel amazing and you're pouring into yourself. So like that side of wanting to help and coach women, was just something that I feel like was always a part of me ever since like health and fitness changed my own life and how I found it. Um, so for me, like fitness is something that's always kind of been there. Like it, I always say that fitness kind of saved me because when I first got into working out, it was honestly like an outlet for me to stop drinking so much and to stop doing drugs and to start part and to stop partying. Like in order to crowd that out of my life, I had to bring in something that was more positive to help crowd it out. You know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. so honestly, that's something that I turned to when I just like really needed it and I needed to stop going down like such a bad path. So once like I fell in love with health and fitness because of the way it made me feel, um, I knew I wanted to study it. And so I went to college for it. And then I went on to continue at nutrition school. And so I just knew I was going to help women like in that realm. And then from there, like when I started coaching and everything, I feel like it just evolved into like the mindset work and realizing that we really need that strong mental fitness too. And, um, just helping women like improve their self-talk and to really take care of our inner world as well as like the health fitness aspect of it. Yeah, totally. Self growth and like personal growth and all that stuff is such a major part of like what we do. It's so amazing. 
What's like one of your favorite personal growth books? Stop it. <laughs> like okay. bookshelves. I'll give you like three to five. <laughs> five. Um, Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. I mean, I don't know. I kind of feel like that's basic because a lot of people are like, ah, Tony Robbins changed my life. But honestly, I haven't read like any of his other books, but that one, and it's huge. I mean, I think you have it. It's like a textbook. That Mm -hmm. one really changed my life when I read it. Probably, I think it was like four years ago when I read it. And so I wasn't as deep into the personal development as I am now. And it was really just at the time I needed it. Like it helped me understand what motivated myself within and what motivates people in general to do something or to not do something. And so that really just kind of helped me like reframe motivation in my brain. And it really helped me just like totally transform in my daily life. Um, so definitely that one. I mean, like, you are a badass. I also feel like that's basic. Cause that's just like, you find that book everywhere now, like even at urban outfitters or it's just like, it's so mainstream. Like I feel like a lot of people have heard of it, but yeah. Did you just see my cat hit me in the face? <laughs> She's like, bye. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like you are a badass. Um, and then you are a badass at making money. If you want to work on your money mindset, I feel like both of those, like, and I could, those are books I could reread like over and over and over again and listen to again. Like I, I bought them both in the physical copy and the audio copy because Jen Sincero is like hilarious to listen to. So I love to sometimes just throw that book on and pick a random chapter and just like listen to it and see what I get out of it that day. Um, so yeah, that one really stands out in my mind. Um, I mean, you know, the Gabby Bernstein books, I feel like my favorite is the universe has your back. That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, I could go on and on and on about books. I also feel like I need to go look at my bookshelf if you want like a full list. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like Gabby has really good, like spirit junkie for me was major. Like it just came at a time in my life where I like needed, every word that she said and it was just amazing yeah it definitely resonates Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes books kind of come in like times in people's lives where either they like need it or they don't like they can listen to it or read it and they'll get like 10 pages in they're like this isn't really my time but they definitely circle back to other phases in your life that you're like holy cow none of this resonated with me before but now that I've been working on certain parts of my life yeah. Like changing it. <laughs> yeah. There can definitely be like a time where you need to hear certain things and then other times you just need growth in other areas. So, and I love that about books. Like they're always there for you. Like if you pick up a book and it's just not for you right now, come back to it like a few months later and it's just always there for you. And I also would say like, I try to be open too with books. Like, so if I'm in 10 pages and I don't, I'm not feeling it. I mean, permission to put down a book because I feel like that's something I didn't used to do. So like permission to put down a book if you're not feeling it. But I also try to ask myself, well, why am I not feeling it? Like, am I being as open as I can to possible insights that are hidden within here and I'm ignoring them? Or is it just happens to be the person's writing style? Just I'm not digging it right now. Yeah. Or not even reading like enough, like 10 pages is probably pretty short. Like that's like an introduction. (laughs) (laughs) 
maybe give yourself a little bit further or like if I'm reading it and I read it at the wrong time of day like if I read it at night I get really sleepy mm-hmm. so sometimes it's like just not the best time of day for me to read so maybe like in the middle of the day as opposed to the beginning or the end yeah that's a good point to get curious on like how you feel when you're reading books um so like my nighttime book, I have a daytime book and a nighttime book. And like my daytime one is the, the one I've usually like, I've never read before. Like I'm a big fan of rereading books, but usually my daytime one is like a new book. And at night I like to reread books that I've already read before because I feel like I'm, yeah, like you're going to bed at night. You're not as mentally alive. You don't have as much energy. So like your cognitive abilities aren't fully there, but like the power of like what you input in your brain right before bed is marinating on your subconscious all night. So that's why like I reread books at night. So like I've read it before, so I don't have to be so mentally in it, but it's like a reminder and it just kind of like sinks in even deeper. And then I go to bed with that, that, that like positive thinking on my brain all night. Mm, I like that. It just kind of like automatically sets your dreams up for like it's dreamy success. <laughs> yeah. And then you just wake up feeling more uplifted and sometimes you don't even put it together. Like your nighttime routine is just so important. And I feel like it's not talked about enough. Like everyone talks about a morning routine, which duh, like we both love our morning routines. And I think it's important to have some sort of routine in the morning. It doesn't need to be anything elaborate that takes you like three hours, but I feel like setting yourself up for success for your day is really important in some way, but no one talks about a nighttime routine. And that is so important because if you have a nighttime routine, that's like really bomb. It can totally change the way that you wake up in the morning. Yeah. What's your nighttime routine then since we're on the topic? Yeah. Okay. So I, well, I try to unplug before like an hour before I actually want to get in bed, not fall asleep, but an hour before I get in bed. So I try to unplug. I'm not perfect at it, but I try to like set timers. And like when Cameron and I, Cameron's my boyfriend, (laughs) when Cameron and I are like spending our time together in the evenings, I don't have my phone on me, you know, cause it's like a temptation. So I have it in a different room. Um, but yeah, I unplug like an hour before bed, do my whole actual night routine of brushing my teeth and skincare. <laughs> um, and I was trying to think of my skincare. I'm like obsessed with it right now. It's good medicine lab. Oh my God. So good. People need to look it up like right now. Um, anyway, so I'm obsessed with, yeah, it's like so good. Um, obsessed with our skincare. And then, so I kind of get ready for bed in that way. And then I always try to get into bed, like give myself, I'm not someone who easily falls asleep, like at all. Like it takes me some time to unwind. Like, honestly, it takes work. I'm quoting quotations, but it takes like work for me to go to bed. I've always been that way where I've like not been a great sleeper. So I try to allow myself like 30 to 45 minutes like in bed just to like unwind because I'm just like I need that time and if I if I like have only 10 minutes like of the time I have to actually fall asleep it gives me anxiety so then I'm stressing out over falling asleep (laughs) so (laughs) um I allow like 30 45 minutes for actual getting in bed and unwinding. And what that nighttime routine involves is I have like some nighttime oils. I have like a nighttime lotion 
from a um, local shop actually in Maine where it's got some oils in it that help you just kind of like unstress and unwind from the day and help you relax for bed. So I take some time just kind of like using that lotion, like breathing it in. I sometimes do some tapping and like massaging on my shoulders and neck rolls to just kind of unwind, um, release the tension from the day. And then Cameron and I usually go over like our three top best things that happen in the day. Um, we usually share those with each other. And then I read that book I was talking about before, which is like a reread before bed. And then that's usually until I fall asleep and get sleepy and can't keep my eyes open. <laughs> magical. Uh, nice. And on the, the other end of it, ours is like super chaotic for at least for the kids to get the kids to bed. She's like, Corinna's like you, my youngest. And she's like, I need she like sits in her bed for like half an hour and just like sings and rolls around. And I feel like she might need some like nighttime lotion and something else to get her to fall asleep. Yeah. And it takes me a while to fall asleep too. But Yeah. I mean, well, if you think about it, it's like a lot from the day with like all the things coming at you and all the energies you encounter. And so it w- I feel like it would be silly for us to think, I mean, I know some people can do this, but I feel like sometimes it's silly to think that we can just like quickly shut it off in like five seconds and then just be asleep. <laughs> yeah. One, one example that I've, I read recently when I was studying some stuff, it was like, to think about like your body is like a sponge and like absorbing all of the information, all of your outside world and everything. And so by the end of the day, like your sponge is like full of all of the things. And so you should really literally just like wring out your energy by the end of the day. So sometimes for me, that looks like a meditation or like journaling or reading or doing something like that, but definitely finding a way to like squeeze out all of that extra stuff that, because then it sits with you all night. And if you're anxious already, or, you know, whatever you're feeling like you're picking up on other people's anxiety, then it definitely takes a lot longer to settle. I notice if I don't do that, then I spend the entire night just like rolling around. (laughs) Yeah. That's the word. Yeah. I feel like journaling for anyone who happens to have a lot on their mind and Mm -hmm. feels really like there's someone at night that feels like high strung and still sometimes feels that energy like vibrating through them and stuff. Like journaling is one of the best things. Yeah. Do you like, um, I have like a regular, it's just blank paper. So mine is like a blank paper kind of journal. Do you have any that you like that are prompts or anything? Cause I have, have had some people ask me in the past, like, I need a, a journal prompt so that I know what to get out of my head. Yeah, that's a good question. At night, I'm usually a big fan of free flow journaling. Besides asking yourself the three best things that happen in your day, um, just because that helps. So, like, so often as humans we tend to focus on the negative if we don't train ourselves otherwise. And we tend to think about all the places we fell short. So like, think about it. Sometimes you're in bed at night and you're like, well, shit, I didn't get this, 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 and done. Like I didn't get any of that stuff done that I meant to do. And I had a fight with this person or like we had just like a disagreement or like you think about all of the things that didn't go well or all of the places you fell short. So I think before bed, if you can ask yourself one question, like ask yourself, what were the three best things that happened in your day? Because if you're seeking for, if you're seeking out the positive, you'll find it, right? Whatever you seek, you will find. So like, if you train yourself 
to be like, okay, what were three amazing things that happened in my day today? You will go through your brain of all of your brain will automatically, like your brain always seeks answers to any question that you ask. Like your that's what your brain does. So like ask better questions, change your life. So like ask yourself, what were the most three amazing things that happened in my day today? And you will automatically in your brain, just go through all of the amazing things that happened in your day. So you're right there. You're practicing gratitude. Like without even realizing it, you're making a gratitude list and then you're topping, you're picking your top three. And that's what you're thinking about before you go to bed. Like that sounds like such a much more magical serving way to go to bed than to be like listing all of the things you didn't get done or all of the places you felt like you didn't show up well enough in or, or anything like that. Right. It, and it's just a matter of training yourself to do that. Yeah. You could totally get lost in like the shoulds and the what ifs and all of that. Like that literally is like a never ending path that everybody can go down. Yeah. It is never ending. And that's exhausted. Like that sounds exhausting. (laughs) Yeah. So I didn't really answer your question about a journal, but, um, I don't know if you can put, I just got a new like gratitude journal that has a morning and a nighttime section, but I don't remember what it's called, but I got it on Amazon and I can send you the name if you want it. (laughs) I feel like sometimes it's just a matter of maybe figuring out what like feels best for you. Like sometimes I'll do a morning time one where it's, uh, I'll do a gratitude list, but I'll do like 10 things. And then at the end of the day, I'll say what went well and this kind of the same thing like okay these are the, the things I'm going to focus on and like whatever else didn't happen today is not a big deal like it clearly it can wait till tomorrow or another time or have somebody help me um and then what's another thing I did I would write down how I'm feeling or if I how my sleep was and I don't have my journal right in front of me um and then doing like affirmations Ooh, affirmations those are always really good too. Yeah. Like life changing. So life changing. (laughs) Yeah. You have to input the good shit if you want to to show up in the way that you want to actually show up. Yeah. Cause again, we're naturally negative Nancy's like we're naturally just Mm -hmm. as humans, we just focus or it's like so many of us don't actually believe in our own worthiness. So like combat that with an empowering affirmation because everyone is worthy and you get to decide who you want to be every single day. And so when you do affirmations daily, that is inputting the confirmation of like, this is who I want to show up as. Yeah. That leads me to a thought that I had actually, I think it was yesterday. So you would speak really well on this is um, like, I heard, I keep hearing the term like midlife crisis. I'm like I'm 35, like I'm almost midlife ish. And so I'm like, wait a minute, like midlife crisis isn't really a thing right now for me. Like, I feel like I've done so much personal growth in my own journey that I'm more showing up more as myself. So it's not crisis, but it's definitely just not living up to somebody else's standards And I know that like you have just come so far in like your personal journey that showing up as your true, like authentic, shiny, super vibrant self is so natural for you that maybe you can like talk about what that might feel like to help somebody else feel like they don't have to get through some sort of like midlife crisis kind of thing. If that makes any sense. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I feel like personal growth just helps you like doing the mindset work, the inner work 
like reading a personal growth book and inputting those positive affirmations and the journaling and stuff. I mean, like it's, it's an exploration of yourself and again, deciding like who you want to show up as every single day. So like, I know for me, like I was so shy in the past, like so shy, so insecure. I just played it small in every area of my life for so long. And I was just like afraid of being seen like in any situation, like I just wanted to hide from the world. Like even people that knew me super well, like I didn't want to talk or be seen at like family parties or like at social gatherings, even with like my best friends. Like I just never wanted to be seen at all. Like obviously I didn't want to be the center of attention, but I just wanted to like hide in the background anyway. So like doing a complete flip of that because of just like you know, stepping into my own power with my own journey, which included like the health, wellness, personal development, and then like helping other women do the same. Like it's just been such a, a turnaround. And I feel like, who is that old girl? <laughs> but like, obviously it kind of helped me get to where I am. Like we go through things for a reason. And I think that's why I'm so unapologetic about like who I am now and like shining as bright as possible because I, for so long, like just hid and hid myself. And so I, that's what I feel like, like you're meant to shine and like, no one is like you on this planet and there will never be another you. So like to, I feel like that's just to not let yourself shine in this world and miss out on who you are and your brilliance. Cause again, like there's only one you and there will only ever be one of you, only one person like you, like who has your voice, your message, your thoughts, the thing, like thing, thing, the things that you've gone through, like that's all your story and no one else has that. So I just feel like we all are meant to be here and just shine bright and share our truth and to live really authentically and brightly. And that's something that I'm super passionate about because I think all the things that I've gone through and it's just so cool to take women on that journey with you to be like, girl, like, why are you holding back? This is the one life you get. (laughs) Yeah. I think that kind of is like a, like a dual purpose. Like as you're helping other people, you learn more stuff about yourself. So it's not like you're just working on yourself all the time. Like you're constantly growing as you're helping other people. And they're sort of like a mirror image of a lot of the insecurities or doubts or dark parts of yourself that are there. And so as you're helping them boost their confidence in those areas, that can often reflect onto you. And obviously we don't have like perfect days all the time because that's not the point, but being able to help somebody else through that, I think is like a major part of it all. And I think in general, like the stars are all the stars and the planets, like we have to work together in order to help each other shine really bright. Yeah. I mean, we're a collective, we're all connected. So, and I just feel like naturally as humans, we want we, we have that desire to help others. So I feel like doing something that serves others pours back into yourself too, along with like helping them get to where they want to go. Absolutely. It's, and it's super magical watching them go through it too. As hard as it is, it's like to see like the butterfly on the other side of all the dark cocoony stuff is really cool. I know it's so beautiful. And like, I feel like when you, decide like if you're deciding you want to transform 
like you give other women the permission to transform just by you doing it. So I just feel like if there is something you are desiring, whether that's a change in your life or something you want to create in your world, like a, actually manifest, like create something, um, like go for it because all of these desires and these pulls that you have within are meant to be yours. Like they're there for a reason. And then not only will you, you go through this journey for yourself. Um, but then other women are seeing what you're doing and that you're going after your desires and that you're doing the work to transform and that inspires them to do the same. Yeah. And I think that's really the magical part about like what we're, how we're living right now is it's encouraged to live outside of the box. Like it's encouraged to live a way that makes you feel happy because there's not so much of the structure of like, you're supposed to go in this direction and do all of these things. Cause there's so much more opportunity out there for us. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Supposed to's and boxes and rules, throw them all out because I feel like they're just so they, they force you to hide and no one's meant to squeeze inside of a box. No, definitely not. So much too small in those boxes. <laughs> but my cats love boxes. They do love boxes. I mean, if that's their home. <laughs> cats are meant for boxes. I pulled a card from an Oracle deck that I have, and it says, dance with life. Do something to change your energy. Mm. And I think that's such a really good card because it's so true. Like, we talk a lot about you and I in our wellness groups, we talk about the like movement, like your body is meant to move. It's meant to change its own energy. And if your frequency is like way low, moving yourself and doing something like exercising or dancing or listening to fun music or literally anything that's going to get you up and moving your body, that just that natural adrenaline in your body is just going to raise your vibration up. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's like, You can't shift energy by doing nothing, like just by sitting on the couch and staying in the same state. So energy like needs to move. So in order to shake out any blocks or stagnant energy or any blah vibes within us, like we have to shift our state. And so, yeah, I mean, I, for us, like I know music and dancing is so huge and it's so like, so interesting you pulled that card because literally right before we hopped on here, like I was like singing and dancing in my bathroom as I was getting ready for the day. And I was like, I should ask Leah what song is like, what song are you jamming to right now? Like when, if you need to shift your energy or you just want to get up and dance, like what song are you feeling right now? And I guess maybe that could be two songs. Cause I, I feel like sometimes there's a slower song that puts me in like a mood with all the feels and I'll just like look out the window and be like, Oh my God, this life is so amazing. (laughs) And I'll start thinking of all these things like inward and then like an outward song that just pumps you up and you just can't help but like move to it. Yeah. Uh, Oh gosh. I don't know if I could think of, okay, maybe anything. All right. I have three different types so anything by Backstreet Boys, <laughs> 90s baby, or 80s baby and 90s loving pop music. Um, and The Greatest Showman and The Score, which The Score is a band that, I don't know if they've come out with anything recently. I think they're overseas. And they just have like super powerful messages in their, um, in all of their songs. And I'm trying to think of one of their ones that I listen to. Um, 
I can't remember the name of it, but those are like the three ones that I'll go straight to. Of like, if I'm feeling anything nineties, literally, if I'm like in a bad mood, I put on nineties music and I'm just like, oh, it's just makes me want to dance around and like do crazy things. Like when I was a kid, does it take you back? Like, cause I know I'll hear a song from like 10 years ago and I'm just like, it'll take me back. Yeah. And you, if I listen to music that like I listened to in college, then it's a totally different feel. Cause like my freshman year of college, obviously I was like, new in college and I was feeling kind of sad because I was away from my family. So I listened to a lot of different music then like Tom Petty or like something super low key or I was like, eh, like <laughs> my moods. And now I'm like, I can't listen to sad stuff that brings me to those phases because it brings me back to like those feelings. So I'm like, okay, skip that. Like, let's go on to something that's good. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't either. Like sometimes Cameron will play songs that were like for me, like my high school party drug phase. And I'm like, I can't listen. Like I want to be able to listen to it, but I can't because I'm just like, this just takes me back to a bad crystal. <laughs> yeah. And it, and it, it like, okay. So what would be your, if you had two, like you could limit to two. Two songs. No, I know exactly what they are. Hold on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, so I'm not going to play them, but, well, I could, but <laughs> um, this one for, like, going inward just puts you in all the feels, like, you just start thinking about everything. It's a great song to meditate to as well. You have to listen to it. It's called Manifest by Russ. Mm. It's like, I got it on repeat. Like, I literally have it on repeat, and I'm just like, that's the shit. Like, anything I want, I'm going to speak it into existence. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah so that's like an inward song and then I mean <laughs> you know me like hip-hop is my jam like can I just get some like dirty beats on so <laughs> the song that's on repeat right now just for like dancing around my house and just being crazy and stuff is Mr. Right Now by 21 Savage featuring Drake <laughs> I like that one now like, I can't stop listening. And I do that with songs. Like, I don't know if anyone else is like that. But I do that where, like, I will just... I don't care if a song is on repeat for two hours. <laughs> That's totally me, too. Because it's like, oh, I just love that song. And then you play it again. You're like, oh, I really like this song. And then you're like, oh, my God. I just got a whole new message while I was listening to that song. Yeah. And, and like, each time you listen to it, you, like, hear a lyric in a different way. And you're like, oh that though that is juicy <laughs> yeah. I think I was listen- I was listening to something while I was working out one time and it hit me in all the feels oh it was like Wilson Phillips like the breaking of the chain song is that how it goes is something like uh I can't even think of it well it's Wilson Phillips and it talks about like letting go of things and not letting them defeat you or whatever and I'm like lifting wicked heavy weights and I'm like oh my god it's so true <laughs> like, um, why am I crying <laughs> I love that and I love just like bringing up fitness how like fitness allows you to break through any blocks with or without music like because yeah. I know we love to jam out to music while we work out and stuff but today I actually had I was listening to my trainer like during my workout and she I, was she in my living room watching me like the second I wanted to quit she's like don't quit and I'm like god damn it I have to keep going <laughs> can't stop <laughs> too 
sees me. I know she's got cameras in here. Like she just called me out. Where's she at? <laughs> I think that totally like goes into like doing something to change your energy too. Like literally fitness has been such a big part of our lives that like, I'm not even sure on days that I have rest days. I'm like, I need to do something because I feel like my energy isn't as high as it is on the days that I do get a workout in regardless of what it is. Yeah. Like so many people are like, I'm too tired to work out. And I'm like, actually, that's the reason you should work out. Like, <laughs> It gives you an energy boost mentally yeah. and physically. Like, cause I feel like sometimes I've gone into a workout where I haven't been fully awake yet being like a person who works out in the morning. I know you do too. Like I, maybe I'm not fully awake mentally, but the second I start moving my body, it's just like, the mental energy like I it just starts clearing away any sleepiness or any like I don't know mental grogginess from the nighttime and I by the end of it you just feel so alive yeah and a combination of like having a a virtual trainer and like music if you play music sometimes it all just like goes together and then you just work out whatever feelings or thoughts or emotions or whatever that you just had going on in your head so true. Like you can kind of just like empty your head out when you're in that space. It gives you that time freedom to not think about stuff. Yeah. I feel like it's such a good creative boost too. Like some of my best ideas come during a workout or like right yeah. after a workout. <laughs> I have like notes all over my table. Like if I have a thought while I'm working on, I'm like, oh, gotta write that down right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have different ideas. Such a good idea to have like a journal by you when you're working out or I mean I use the notes app on my phone sometimes um or like a whiteboard just yeah. you should just turn your wall into a huge whiteboard I should just really make this a giant whiteboard I'm thinking about doing that yeah so if anyone has any ideas on whiteboard places yeah except I mean it'll probably just turn into like a coloring board for your girls and it'll just I know dry. I'm thinking it would be fun to make it into like a vision board slash like take all the notes area because mm-hmm. it's so giant yeah I mean that's a good wall if you were going to make a wall a whiteboard that's the wall <laughs> that makes the wall mm-hmm. and it, okay so then I could make the bottom half for the kids and the top half for myself mm. plenty of space it'd right. be perfect I just saw your dog in the mirror Oh, really? <laughs> oh, there she is. She's looking out the window. They were barking upstairs. Of course, they're barking because, you know, what else are you going to do? Uh, um, so maybe a, like a final thought, which we talked about this before we got on here, is like how to crash the rest of 2020 in like a way that we cannot focus on the words. And this keeps coming up for me like, oh, 2020 sucked. Mm. because if we keep focusing on 2020 sucking, then we're going to make more of that. So what's a a couple of tips that maybe, or even like a thought or whatever, you can go on a rant of ways (laughs) that people can focus on the positive for the rest of the year. Yeah. Well, I mean, I get it. Like what the heck, what the heck has this year been? Like, I totally understand. I get that 2020 may have been your breakdown, but I also think within a breakdown includes your breakthroughs. You know what I mean? So a lot of things probably got uncovered for you this year, or there were lessons that were embedded in everything that happened 
this year, just for a lot of us being forced home and maybe being forced to spend more time with ourselves or spend more time with the people you live with or whatever, like that brought its own challenges. But I think within challenges, obviously is our greatest progress and our greatest growth too. So I feel like just taking everything you've learned this year and realizing that the year's not over yet. So I just think when, I think it's so silly when people wish away time, like I can't wait for 2020 to be over. Can I just wake up and it's January, 2021. First of all, who's to say January, 2021 is going to actually be any different than right now, October, 2020. Like who knows if it's even going to look any different or who knows what's even going to happen moving forward. So all we have is the present. All we have is the now and you get to decide how you want to show up today and every single day moving forward. And you are the one who gets to decide what you want to create and where you want to go from here, because you're the creator of your own life, regardless of what's happening on outside of us. Like I know that so many of us get affected by the things that go on around us, whether that's world situations like this year, or that's people around us who have opinions or they're doing other things or whatever. Like it's, it's easy to get affected by things outside of ourselves. But at the end of the day, it's like, you're the only person responsible for you and how you show up. So it's like, I think it's like taking radical responsibility, which is such like a a mantra I I remind myself of. And I talk about all the time. It's like taking radical responsibility for what you want to make happen. And with time still on the clock with 2020, like there's so much time to just create magic and to accomplish goals and to grow yourself and to make progress and to do the things that you want to do. So I think it's getting clarity about where you want to go from here and then showing up every single day with intention on what you have to do from here on out. And I know like for Leah and I, like within our fitness tribe, we've talked a lot about just like the the season of autumn and what that stands for in the shift that we all just kind of went through, whether you realize or not, like we did shift into a new season. But with that, I feel like there's so much energy that you can embrace. And so I just keep saying over and over again, like in this fall season, what needs to fall away in order for you to show up as the person you really want to show up as? So like what weight have you been carrying that you don't need to fucking carry anymore? What do you need to shed as we're going through this autumn season and stepping into the final season of the year, like when we get to winter and everything? It's like, what habits do you need to let go of that aren't serving you and they're just there for comfort at this point? Or what limiting beliefs are you hanging on to that just straight up are not in alignment with like who you truly want to be and standing in your power or just like ways of being like, are you wasting time throughout the days? Like time is so precious. Are you getting distracted? Are you overthinking? Are you crippled by perfectionism? Like these things happen all of us. We're human. We all have our things that we need to kind of evolve from and, and let fall away. We all have these things. None of us are perfect, but just keep reminding yourself that like, you're the one in control. Like you are the creator and you get to make the decision on where you go from here and what you just don't need to carry anymore. Cause the only way you're going to manifest new stuff into your life and create these new, amazing, incredible habits, goals, all these things that you desire is to make space for them. So that means you literally need to get rid of the old and shed that old shit so that you can bring in the new and there's room for the new yeah and like the leaves falling away from the trees it's as literal as that 
Yeah. Letting go of all the things around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's draining you? Like, do you need to declutter? Like what habits are draining you? Like, I think we all know, like if we get real with ourselves and we look in the mirror, like we know the thing that's like straight up draining our energy and that we just don't need anymore. Yeah. That's just, and that's good about like setting some boundaries around certain things, activities, people, situations. Yeah. And there's a lot less like things that we probably had to do this year, like a lot less obligation that we had because there was so much less um, social interaction and stuff. But that doesn't mean we still don't have things that we're holding on to in our lives, like especially in our head that we think that, that we should be doing or that we should be pursuing or whatever. I think that's such a good example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for being on my podcast. I'm so excited to have sat down and chatted with you. You've always been such an inspiration in my life. So obviously for you to be here was like amazing for me. So thank you so much. Duh, I'm so glad I was here. Thanks for inviting me. Oh my goodness. I hope that you got so much from this episode. I'm so glad that you were here to just come in and join the conversation with us. I feel like for so much time, I've wanted to be part of a community that gives me that ability to grow and to be better and to be the best mom and the best wife and the best person that I can become. And what we have done together in our Elevated Collective is grow and allow others to grow too. And it's basically a virtual community with like-minded women. And it's a sisterhood where we grow together. We work on our wellness together and we dig deep, deep down into personal growth, which in turn helps our mental health, which in turn helps our physical health. And then it helps heal our relationships. It, it'll heal everybody as a collective. And it's so amazing to have, to be hosting this group with Crystal. And so we invite you to learn more about that. If you, if this interests you, if this seems like a community, a place that would benefit you in your life right now, we know it would benefit you. Um, if this interests you, I have put both of our Instagram accounts in the show notes where you can go and connect with one of us or both of us and just chat away and ask us any question that might come up for you. Um, it's Again, it's a virtual community where we work on our growth and our mindset and everything else. And it's just a, a magical place to be and a great place to end out the rest of the year, of course. So I'm very excited to hear from you if that's something that interests you. And... Yeah, I hope that um, you have a great rest of your day, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, and know that you are worthy, you are loved, and I'm sending you so much positive vibes. We'll chat with you soon.